Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. that have happened since we talked last week. Nothing, I mean, too major, I guess. We knew some of these, you didn't know where these players would go. So I guess we'll jump right into it here. How about like Golden Tate? It's probably the, Golden Tate's probably the only actual name that might do something fantasy-wise that signed somewhere, right? And that's with the Giants. So, <laughs> I don't know what that means for him. I don't know why he would sign there, actually. that's. I think that's his, he doesn't care to win, does he? No, well, I guess not. <laughs> That's just going to not be a good team. But okay, but fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise. I He's obviously better than uh, Sterling Shepard, right? I, tell you the truth, I don't know. I mean, I, I like I, Golden Tate. I, I think that they're probably different players. Yeah, I guess. I just... I don't feel good about pretty much anything on this team. The more I think, except Saquon, which I'm even worried about him a little bit because if he... Eli hasn't been good. And if Eli actually gets worse, I just, I kind of, I've been starting to worry a little bit about Barkley and he's been like an easy number one rank. No problem. You know, I put him number one in my preseason ranks. A lot of people have, I think he's probably number one right now. Um, I'm fantasy pros. I'll pull that up. Yeah, he is. He's number one. I'm starting to worry just because I think the team's bad and it's just, you're throwing a golden Tate. Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram, which all in the, they're all okay. I mean, we've talked about Evan Ingram. We like Evan Ingram, especially better without um, Odell, but it's just because of the volume. I just worry, actually. I'm starting to worry. I think the teams can, without Odell, the more I thought about this since last week, is teams really can just key on Saquon now. I mean, yeah. Or is he that good? He just, I mean, I think he's, I personally, I think he's that good. But also, I mean, you know, yeah, Odell's definitely a, frightening person to see across the line and, and people have to do a lot of game planning to try to take him out of it but like you said Eli hasn't been that good and don't tell me last year at least the second half of this season they weren't looking at it and saying you know what I think Saquon is probably the bigger threat here true I mean yeah. you know it, and Eli wasn't going to beat him so they have to uh, you have to think that okay if we take away Saquon we're going to put the ball in Eli's hands and make him beat us and then we'll just Man, even on top of that, we're going to double Odell. And then yeah. have, and it never happened. True, true. So I, I think Saquon is still, I mean, if you're talking about the top pick, there's definitely a he's, he's, discussion to have. I mean, but who's the discussion between even? No one seems to think Todd Gurley's there anymore. Oh, well, because people are morons. That's I why. Just, I was say, tell me, tell me the <laughs> no. reasoning behind that once again. People okay, currently Gurley's three. He's third now, which okay, that's I, fine. That's fine. It's still fine, but was it Saquon, Zeke, and yeah, then, yeah. it's still fine. That's fine. But somebody has him sixteenth. Okay. What? It's another sixteenth, somebody has him tenth. Okay. And the guy who has him tenth, um, Smitty. Um, we're actually in an Instagram league. Instagram a bunch of Instagram accounts, some other people, some nice uh, some non Instagram accounts, some random, some good people. We're in a count, uh, league with him, so I think I might be able to get Gurley if he's going to say he's 10th, the 10th running back. I Hopefully he's listening. I, yeah. I'm not calling you out. I, you're a good guy, but 
I guess we're <laughs> I guess we're waiting to waiting to kind of find out. I, I think, think I think if we get closer and then people realize that whatever happened in the Super Bowl was more fluky than anything else. I don't know. People are it's I mean a slave to one game. I mean that's what it's coming down to, really. I mean, I went over that. I mean, before how his number Yeah, they don't support whatever the heck is he's, going he's, on in people's he's, minds. He's perfectly fine. There's yeah, just it it is it kind of irritates me yet. It does. Yeah. So okay. But okay, we were talking about we were talking about Golden Tate signing, right? Yeah. That's how we start. Well, here, let, before we move on, like the Saquon thing, if yeah, if that is worrying you, where, where does he fall then? Does he fall to number three or? See, I don't know where I have these guys ranked right now. I guess I can't see. That's why I'm fine with Gurley at three because I'm. If Gurley's healthy and I was healthy, I think Gurley's still my surefire number one. Yeah, Gurley, Zeke, and Saquon, I think, are all very tried and true and, running backs. And Zeke, I think, man, this is... Well, Zeke, he should have had a down year last year if he was going to have he's one. He's just so good and just so that consistent. Good. And he's catching the ball a little bit more. They should have a better passing but game Saquon, this year as well. Saquon's the most talented. I just I would, think that team... Yeah. I just hate that Eli Manning's his quarterback. I hope they draft one. If they draft one... Well, and, I, first of all, I think they're they're absolutely going to draft one. But um, the question is... You know, how long will Eli be able to outlast his, you know, the young gun that's coming up for his spot? Well, that's the thing. If they are able to draft somebody, I won't be as worried, maybe, because if if Eli's terrible, they just bring the bring the young guy in. Yeah, and is that is I don't know, is that better or worse? Maybe the young guy would be bad too. I mean, we just don't know until. I don't know. I'm probably thinking. I'm overthinking this. Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram are probably fine. They're probably good enough to. They're, I think that's a very solid. It is. It's Eli. Wide receiver. Eli. Crew. It's Eli. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's Eli. He just, just hasn't been doing what he needs to do the past few years. He's. Yeah. But I, I honestly like without Odell, you have to wonder what that opens up as well. Like obviously, you know, there no one on that team is Odell after after he has left. Saquon, I really do believe that he'll just be fine as long as they're halfway decent, and I think they have enough talent to do that. Tate, yeah, he's not going to take the top off a lot of defenses. He's not as, you know, as a crazy athlete as Beckham was, but he does. He's able to get open. He's sure-handed, and he can move the chains. Sterling Shepard has shown himself to be a very valuable number two wide receiver. Maybe he can make a jump forward. And Evan Ingram, we've talked about it how many times, and I'll, I'll you know, yeah. it's enough to say once more at least. But when Beckham was, has been hurt, he has shined the past two years. Yep. So does it open up the offense? Maybe, maybe Eli just wasn't good at the deep ball anymore. Maybe that's not his game, and maybe they can switch to something that is a little better for his arm and yeah you know. So maybe, maybe it opens it up the offense True. a little bit for something that they're kind of built for. Could I, I think I'm being a little too nice. I don't know. But maybe. I mean, I'm too worried. And it shouldn't be, probably. He's fine. He's, if, if, yeah. He well, still might probably going to be end up number one, probably. Yeah, I have no issue with Saquon. Yeah. So, Tate, first of all, yeah. do, you th- do you think that he's lost anything? Do you think he's a good wide receiver? I think still? he's still very solid. I mean, he was with Detroit yet, and I think it just took him some time to figure out Philadelphia before he be, you know, he just joined the team midseason. That's not easy. Early right now, the early ranks people have him at like thirty eighth, I think, right now, and Sterling Shepard's thirty ninth. So that's that's going to be the thing early on. Is I want I want I want Tate more than I want Shepard. We know more about Tate. We just know he's probably pretty solid. 
I just don't know how good. It's not gonna. He's not gonna be higher than thirties for me. Just don't know where, but he'll be somewhere in the thirties probably. Because there's other guys that have moved up, like Chris Godwin's gonna be moving up in that level, and there's other players that'll ha- want ahead of him, Mike Williams, you know, and those kind of guys. But he's solid, but I don't want him for. I mean, shoot, I'm obviously at the absolute best. He's my fourth, right? I, you don't want him before your fourth receiver. Tate. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, so. I would feel, I'm kind of with you on that one. Like I, I like these players as in kind of throw-ins or yeah. non-starters and you kind of be like, okay, what do what, what do well, I have here? Cause even people like after Tate currently in rankings, like Christian Kirk, you know, Anthony Miller, Michael Gallup, even who knows what those guys, I like those guys a little better. I think they're more interesting. So I just have a feeling I'm not going to have golden Tate on many teams. It just is, it's like, it's uninteresting to me. And I don't exactly know how it's going to work out, but he, it won't, man, this, this is, this is, we're so far from the season right now. We have no yeah. idea how it's going to work. That's always the problem. Or like, it could go either way. It's just like, he's, he could just be a name that people draft because he's a name yet or, but he, I mean, they gave him a decent contract or he's a guy that because he's uninteresting, almost and boring at this point, not a team that no one cares about that he's going to fly under the radar and you're going to get really good value and get a very productive player for nothing. So I can I can talk myself into either argument. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You 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 go one way. I'll be able to make the argument the other way. <laughs> I know. I'd, well, I I could I could make an argument even if you wanted to, you know, Shepherd versus Tate. Right. Yeah. Like it, it really doesn't matter. You can go for the young guy. You can go for the guy that you know is a little more, you know, veteran status. We think that maybe he could probably figure out how to find the holes in the defense. Maybe he helps Eli out a little more. Sterling Shepherd, you could make the the argument that without Beckham there who gets a ton of you know targets even even Shepard and and this was actually surprising to me so just the three years he's been in the league and obviously Odell has been up and down injury wise what in and out of the lineup his rookie season when he was only 23 years old he played all 16 games and he had 105 targets only caught 65 of them 683 yards and eight touchdowns the touchdowns you're like oh wow maybe you have something here the very next year he is hurt he only starts 10 Mm -hmm. games but he has 59 receptions 731 yards and two touchdowns so he actually goes up in yards even though he has five less games or six less games i'm sorry then finally last year when it felt like it all kind of fell apart like you know the giants just weren't doing it he had 107 targets still only caught 66 balls for 872 yards and four touchdowns. And Beckham was there the majority mm-hmm. of it. So, and I mean, 107 targets and only catching 66. I mean, that's that's rough. But yeah, it is. Can, can those numbers actually amp up? Like, is this guy a guaranteed thousand-yard guy? Could he get back up to that eight touchdowns? Is this guy going to be a valuable asset to have that you can get very late? Maybe, but Eli might suck. Well, those are numbers that these numbers he got was what Eli was playing probably his worst season of football. That's true. I, I, you know, and their offensive line, just to put it out there, should actually be better. They're yo. finally starting to. They're supposed to get what their center back from injury, or if they play him at center, I don't know if they're going to play him at guard. Um, supposedly they have like left tackle worked out. I, they could have a better offensive line this time around because it was really piss poor last year. It well. was, yeah. Man, you know what? 
I think just having Saquon on the team, if okay, if they didn't have Saquon, I would say this team's just going to be it's going to be terrible. There's no they can't do anything. But maybe Saquon just alone does help them and they the, the passing game. I, yeah, they probably are going to be okay. They don't. They definitely don't have that that ace in the hole. They don't have that number one wide receiver. But maybe that's better because no one person can demand the ball when you have a quarterback that has a hard time getting it to him. Yep. And I mean, so having the talent spread out between Ingram, Tate, and Shepard, you know, and then you you kind of are buoyed by Saquon. But once again, he's a different kind of animal. Like you're going to be able to hand him the ball and throw him the ball a ton, and that doesn't affect, yeah. you know, the wide receivers necessarily. Yeah, I'm probably overthinking the Eli thing. Because oh, he's else, bad. Don't get me wrong. Anybody else you put in there, you're like, yeah, that's probably pretty good. Yeah, right? You know? Yeah. Mm. Is he that bad? Is he really that bad? He was that bad last year. Okay. With Saquon Barkley, Odell but, Beckham, Evan Ingram. Yeah, he was bad. You did. I mean, you. they lost so many games, so many close games last year. Where, I mean, if he was halfway decent. I mean, it, there's a lot of things that go into it. But at the end of the day, quarterback, you know, the, the buck kind of stops with them. And, I mean, he's won multiple Super Bowl, so it's not like you can. Yeah, that's true. It's not like we're being overly harsh on him. Like he just wasn't that good. Well, so we've spent like 13 minutes talking about the New York Giants. Yeah, I just I don't know what to think yet. I'm just like sitting here. I mean, I think we, we know what Saquon is. Yeah, at worst he's the third, which he's probably first on most people's. At worst he's like the third running back, but I don't know what. I think we know what Golden Tate's going I think Golden Tate's going to be solid. But, yeah, Sterling Shepard's a wild card here. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that everyone sees Tate as the higher pick mm-hmm. because that means that I can get Shepard way way later. And I, I would rather take a shot at Shepard if I'm thinking about it, as long as I don't have to overpay for yeah, anyone. You, I'd think, rather take I, a shot at the young guy that would, has room to grow. I think Tate is what he is, and that's great. I would great, definitely but. like to take a flyer on Shepard late. It's yeah, like a late. later receiver. I think that it's not bad. Yeah. So, okay, we can talk about some of the other random signings. Cote was probably the biggest one, and, you know, he definitely filled the need there. But I think the, de- the by far the second biggest deal is probably Brashard Perriman go to the Bucks. No, man. <laughs> I can't believe the guy got a contract, actually. Yeah, I mean, he was such him, a man. bust. Yeah, hold on to that money. I saw that name on here. I'm like, oh, wow, he actually got a deal? <laughs> but, okay, let's, some others. Uh, Miami got rid of Ryan Tannehill. So Tannehill is gone. And they had no quarterbacks at the time. So the new quarterback now in Miami is Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is, I guess, their starting quarterback. That's, I don't know if you can go into a season with Ryan Fitzpatrick as your sure thing, number one quarterback. With Your backup is like Jake Rudock. Remember Jake Rudock of Michigan slash Detroit Lions fame. Yeah, what do you think they're doing here? Oh, they think they're just trying to suck. <laughs> I think they want Tua. They, I was, was going to say, unless they want to go one in fifteen, unless they actually think they're going to get no, a quarterback in this draft. But I think Fitzpatrick's not the quarterback you actually want if you want to really suck because he's going to win you some games. Yeah, he's a he's a wild card for sure, as we saw but last year in Tampa. It, you know what the worst like I think sign for Miami and how bad it seems like they must be be there is Teddy Bridgewater. They wanted Teddy Bridgewater, and he. They wanted him. They offered him a deal. They had no quarterback. He would have been their starter. And he said, nah, I'm going to go back up Drew Brees. <laughs> He's the backup for the Saints. He stayed with the Saints. He could have had a starting job. Uh, I mean, that team, fantasy-wise, 
I think Brian Fitzpatrick could throw up numbers, but can he on that team? But who exactly is Fitzpatrick even throwing the ball to? Devontae Parker? You going to buy into that? I'm not going to buy into anyone out of the Dolphins. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, Kenny, what's it, Kenny Stills and Devontae Parker. I mean, there, there's going to be some games. I honestly think there's going to be a couple games that are like, whoa, this, you know, where Fitzpatrick throws for 450 yards and Devontae Parker will have at least one big game, right? I'm almost positive. He's going to have at least one big game. It'll probably be early enough. And we're going to have like one, one waiver wire episode where I'm going to bring up the name Devontae Parker. I'm just going to call it right now and it's going to happen. And I'm telling myself right now, and anybody listening, when I do that and that comes up, don't listen to me. Right. I mean, (laughs) right. We know this, we know how this plays out. So I'm not going to buy anything. And then yeah, they don't have Frank Gore anymore. (laughs) No, Kenny and Drake will get a shot, but I just, Fitzpatrick is when he has his couple big games, please don't buy into it and use him as your starting quarterback. Cause you know, the four interception games coming really soon after that. So it's just, don't do it. Just don't do it. It's the same thing as don't do that. Like you don't, don't start Jared cook. Don't start Jared cook ever. That kind of thing, which Jared cook is even signed yet. I'm actually, I don't know. That's a really random um, transition there, but no, he hasn't yet. Has he? He's still looking around. You know why Jared Cook hasn't signed yet? Because everyone, the NFL teams realize how inconsistent this guy is. Yeah, I mean, he'll end up somewhere. But yeah, once again, it's going to, I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> so far over Jared Cook. But I mean, let's be honest. If he goes to a good team, especially if he's going to be the undoubted, you know, number one tight end, which uh, more than likely he will be. Yeah. Probably he'll have a few games. So if you're not going to pay big on tight end, we've we've seen it before. He's a great streaming option. And then oh shoot, there's okay. Tyler Eifert resigned with the Bengals on a deal that could get up to six point five million. He has to hit some incentives. Actually, has a base value of four million. Wow, that's actually more than I thought with his injury history. But they resign what's Uzuma, whatever his name is, for three years, eighteen million. Oh okay. So they feel a little better about him, I would think. Then, okay, Randall Cobb. That's a name. That's a name. It's all just a name at this point. Signed with the Cowboys, one year, $5 million. Um, I basically think about this is if uh, Randall Cobb couldn't get it done with Aaron Rodgers, don't expect him to get it done with anybody else. Right? Uh, I mean, no. There's no way, right? No. No, no, no. He's, he's not going to be – he will not be fantasy worthy. He just doesn't have anything left in the tank. I, yeah, there's no way. He hasn't put up anything even close to relevant in three years, the past three years in Green Bay. Plus, he's you know he's been kind of an injury-prone guy lately as well. Um, mostly last year, but... How about Blake Bortles? Sign with the Rams. If you're going to be a backup somewhere, it's not a bad place to go. That's you know, Blake Bortles as your backup, that's not the worst thing in the world. He's not good, but... I mean, backup quarterbacks typically aren't good. I mean, for the most part, so that's not a terrible one. I guess, um, yeah, go go there and be on a good team, I guess. Oh, shoot, they just signed Clay Matthews, too. I didn't see that. The Rams. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they just went and signed Clay Matthews. So that's not – they'll probably be good again. Then you got the, the Patriots signing players like Bruce Ellington. So you'll have a little Bruce Ellington hype next year, which don't – nope, I mean – 
Patriots haven't really made these players of like very fantasy, anybody terribly fantasy relevant recently. So if <laughs> and maybe not buy into that, then yeah, there's not a lot of other major signings. Um, there's just, yeah, not a lot. I mean, the Oakland Raiders went and signed JJ Nelson. Remember JJ Nelson from like, he had a oh, yeah. brief one or two week thing with the Cardinals a couple of years ago where people picked him up. He was a waiver wire guy. Probably not going to have anything more than that. Then, oh, Dante Moncrief signed with the Steelers. Two-year deal for $9 million total. Yeah, I'd love to see what he could do if he actually stayed healthy. That would be very interesting. Because he, he does some unique things on the field. But once again, he, he couldn't stay healthy. He he hasn't gotten it done anywhere he's been in the past few years. So, eh, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for him. But I don't know if he's actually worth even a stash at this point or like a, a Hail Mary at the end of the draft. Then, yeah, that's probably it for any kind of fantasy. I mean, some of these guys don't even, can't even call them fantasy relevant, but these are the only guys that could do anything. Then we didn't talk at all about Tyreek Hill. I, I don't really know what to say or what's happening. Okay. So. so we're not going to know. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to be able to give any advice as far as what is actually going to happen to him, whether or not he is going to be found guilty Whatever. or even just be punished even if he's yeah, not yeah right? who knows. i mean nfl all all bets are off but we i would like to know in your mind we don't know anything right but we just saw kareem hunt get suspended for eight games yep what does this do to tyree kill in your mind well it's if this is a lingering thing when it gets closer to the season if this is still just like out there i'm gonna have a hard time drafting him because i already had a hard time drafting him as it was because I ranked him lower than what other people had him because I don't like the inconsistency of the, not the, just the overall week to week inconsistency that week and week up and down. Cause he's just amazing some weeks and not others. So if there's this just kind of lingering thing out there, I'm going to have a hard time with it. And I don't know what to do. A lot of people are already were mad at me about how I ranked Hill before this came out. They just, I, so I'm not the biggest Hill fan. I never have been. I know he's a great player, but I just can't buy It's, oh, it's just, I, yeah, the, well, the well, good weeks say, are great, but you say that because you have to get him in the first two rounds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm well, not going to do it. How far would he have to drop it for you in, in order for you to? Third round, I'd get him. Third round. I would. Third round. Even, even with this, though. It, I guess it depends. No, so maybe not this year because there's some good time. running backs there. Oh, there's a lot of, a lot of people that you're going to like in the first four rounds. So sure. it might, if this is lingering, I probably don't draft him in the first three. It would have to be the fourth before I thought about it. But I actually agree with you just because I think you can find other people that have very good value and upside, kind of like Tyreek. Um, but yeah, that the way the NFL has been going as well, I, I take that very seriously because it doesn't feel like too many guys get out of it unscathed. Yeah. It's I mean, okay, saw it, Zeke. Okay. I mean, how if, long did that take? If if Tyreek Hill did this crap, man, this guy should just go. <laughs> I'm just I'd be I'd just think I wouldn't draft him at all. The guy should just get out of the league, man. I, I haven't heard actually what he's even. I mean, there's like talk that he broke his kid's arm or something. It's like one of those kind of things, man. This, he's already he already beat his pregnant girlfriend a few years back anyway. So this guy's I don't think he's a good guy. Yeah, I don't think he's a good guy. It sounds like. Well, I thought he no. turned his life around. Maybe he didn't. No, it is strange about this. I, maybe this I shouldn't is, talk about this. Right, maybe maybe piss me off. off. Off topic. But I do actually wonder. I mean, it's such a strange thing, right? Because Kareem Hunt, that happened, and they got rid of him immediately. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, so, they must know. So this is well, a question. 
I think that was more of they knew that the video they, he lied out? to them once they found out what really happened. They knew there was an incident, right? And what he told, what Kareem Hunt told them, wasn't really true. So maybe they're again they're just waiting to find out the real story at maybe. this point. And if what Tyree Kills told them probably already isn't the case, then maybe he'll be gone too. That's if you start doing that, man, you're ugh, Patrick Mahomes is going to start. You start looking at that and thinking, oh shoot, what do you do with him? Sammy Watkins, number one receiver, huh? Oh man. <laughs> Once again, his stock will rise, and you won't be able to. Or it just means Travis yourself. Kelsey is like a first round pick. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, he'd be unstoppable. Yeah, that's what you do at that point, right? So after all of this free agency, I mean, it hasn't come to a close yet, but we've gotten the majority of it out of the way. Where and obviously we still have the draft to go, but where are you looking to see there's major holes in the team? that they absolutely have to address with a draft. Like you're thinking, oh man, this is the perfect landing spot for a rookie. The Giants and a wide earth quarterback. Right. Haskins <laughs> probably. No, that's like they need to draft him. They I mean they have to. They they absolutely have to, right? I mean, there's no way around it. They need a quarterback. It's not gonna be Kyler Murray because he's gonna go to the Cardinals, which I think that's gonna be very interesting too. Kyler Murray and David Johnson. That'll be fun. Right. I think that'll be, I, I just like Kyler Murray, but Giants need a quarterback. The problem is like with like somebody like a running back. Why there isn't like a running back. That's just like jumping off the board right now. It's like, I mean, there's tight ends like in the top 10, 12 and um, mock drafts right now that I, people are saying the lions could draft the tight end, which no, please just don't do, no, it. don't do it. Even though that, but that Hawkinson from Iowa, actually both Iowa, there's two, there's two care. Iowa tight ends. And I'm looking at this current NFL mock draft. You got the Hawkinson, the tight end from Iowa, going number 10 to Denver. And then Noah Fant, another tight end from Iowa, going number 12. Can you imagine two tight ends from one team in the top 12 of the draft? Now, that's one where if the Packers got that tight end, any tight end the Packers get in the first round, you'd be like, you'd over overrate him automatically because it's Aaron Rodgers. Well, we, right. But we also, <laughs> uh, dude, it, everyone falls in. And I realize that we're just talking here, but... It comes down to the same thing year in, year out. And we talk about the tight end yeah. that's over, over hype because he's on Green Bay, even though the tight end on Green Bay never really d- does anything mm-hmm. that special. And we also talk about how tight ends take forever to develop. And very rarely do they come out and perform. Even Gronk was not a – I mean, he he was, what, number 10th tight end his rookie season or something? Yeah, he was down nature. there. So even he – struggled to be a week-in, week-out guy, and he is possibly one of the best tight ends of all time. So even if they do draft him, I can't imagine that they're going to have pay dirt for fantasy right away. Then I think a lot of these, like, good fantasy, the fantasy players aren't going to go till aren't going to go till later in the first half, maybe the first round, which actually maybe is better for fantasy if they go to, like, a good team. But the Redskins are, like, in the middle of the draft. They need a wide receiver. Who are their wide receivers right now? Well, do they? Uh, do you know who their wide receivers are right now? Uh, Could you even? I, I'm trying to think, it's a, and I'm not just asking well, you that as in like have, I know. No, no, they have. Was it Doxon? Didn't they? Does they, that matter? No, Grant, right? No. Hold it. Who did he? They, Grant uh, left last year into like Indy or something. Dude, I actually have to look this up. So right. they have Doxon. Uh, no, they, didn't they get? Didn't, didn't they get a slot guy? Am I not remembering this correctly? I'm looking this up because I'm sitting here thinking, like, what am I forgetting? Yeah. 
who do they have? <laughs> what what what? <laughs> this is a good. This oh is my, good podcast. Yeah, it. it's it's that bad. Hold it. Are you are you looking at the same thing? I, like their death chart is not even assembled. <laughs> so they literally have Daxon, Chesson, and Brian Quick, the only ones that I have named here. Well, they um <laughs> did. Didn't they um just they signed uh, Paul Richardson right? I think they signed Paul Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> they have Paul Richardson. That's about it. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what they're even gonna do. That that team is in bad shape. It's um they they signed him last year, right? They remember he came from Seattle and so he didn't really do anything, did he? That's what they have. No. Yeah. Is that really it? Because see, what, let me see what Richardson did last year. He ended up only playing in seven games, right? He was hurt most of the year, so he had 20 catches. So it's Paul Richardson, Josh Dock. It is bad. They need to draft a wide receiver in the first third, like pick 15. So they need to get like that DK Metcalf. You know, I haven't dug into the draft too much, but Metcalf was obviously the one who had a lot of um, right. extremely just. He's a freak athlete. Yeah, just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's a really bad wide receiver depth chart. Dude, I mean, look at, oh my God. Dude. How do they not draft a okay. um, wide receiver, right? They have to. Be honest. Who in the world are you going to, like, would you draft anyone on this team? What, they have Case Keenum at quarterback? Yeah. No. Even running back. Because it's it. a, it's a split now. It's Peterson and Geis probably. Yeah, I do not like this at all. This, it's, this whole team is really bad. I bet like this. We Jordan were, Reed, you can't. We were left in silence because of how bad this is right now it's a bad roster really really terrible man I, I don't know about giving all that money to landon collins all of a sudden when they're i mean maybe they have all that money because they didn't they didn't pay anyone on the offense i don't know it's bad yeah that, that team is just because really, you really remember bad. paul richardson going over there last year i thought maybe he would be able to do something he showed some flashes in seattle but now nah, he's just one of those guys where nothing's gonna happen and yeah it's bad Josh Doxson, we kind of know what he is, which is not much. Yeah, it's uh, it's ugly. So I think out of all teams, that's one that we know they need to get a wide receiver. And even if they do, though, I'm not very excited about them fantasy-wise. No. Because it's the Redskins and it's Case Keenum at quarterback. When do they draft, actually? Um, they're 15th. But yeah, the thing is, they also time. need a quarterback, though. Well, that, that's what I was wondering. Maybe they need they to draft a quarterback this year in order to get quarterback, and then yeah. you know, have him come up behind Case Keenum when they know they're going to suck. That's maybe what they got to do. They have to draft that. I think they probably have to draft the quarterback. Who are they going to get though? Because they're not going to get one of the top two. After that, I mean, I know that they you know they always rank five out, but mm, I I don't I don't have a good feeling about any of the other ones. Like, no. Then honestly, I'm looking like sometimes the mock, the mock drafts. There's like no running backs going till the end of the, like the first, and then the most of the the number one typically ends up being like Josh Jacobs from Alabama, mm-hmm. and I've seen him go to Oakland and I've seen him go to Philly, which either one of those makes sense. They both need running backs. I mean, really, what's Oakland doing? Is it still Marshawn Lynch? Like I don't even know what they're gonna do. Yeah, I don't, they're they're kind of in need because what they signed yeah it was Marshawn Lynch, the muscle hamster, and then they had uh, Washington and. Rashard. Yeah. Uh, so and the Eagles, what are the Eagles doing? 
Well, obviously, well, actually, where did uh, Ajayi go? Nowhere yet. He's he's been doing. He's so been he, visiting. He's, he's like visited, one of the few. Right. He's like one of the few guys still out there. Yeah. So he's, he visited. Team. Um, what I was he? He but, was visiting the Colts. Ajayi was. Okay. So um, he's not yeah, going to get a starting job. I, I assume that the Eagles are going to be rolling with Adams, who was their young guy. I don't last think he's year. any good. I don't either, but I don't think they. I don't think they really care. I think they should care. I mean, they should. They lost Tate <laughs> too, so. Or, you know, not like lost, lost. He was a free agent. But I feel like they could definitely bolster their offense. I think when offense doesn't doesn't like seem as good as it should have been. They won the Super Bowl two years ago, but this offense doesn't seem very good. No, I think they need just an injection of of someone else. Right. Because I, their tight ends are great. Yeah. Those that's yeah. the best. Now, right. I don't know about Alshon. Either. Alshon's good, but Alshon is a good injuries number. worry me with him. Yeah, something. He just true. he seems to be, you know, banged up. And a then lot. you also have uh, who's their number two? Um blanking on his name is Aguilar yet yeah Aguilar yeah so you have Aguilar and then you have Adams at a running back who else did they have they had um man they they were running like three Sm- smallwood yeah smallwood I mean they're fine but if they could either add a prime time running back which I don't see them doing this year but if they could add a a very solid like rookie wide receiver they could bring up that would come a long way either that or really try to start uh giving Goddard more and more yeah uh, you know, ability. more two tight ends he, out there. He looked really good too, but you have Ertz there, so obviously you're not going to overcome him. But all right, I think that's pretty much all I got. Except, well, I have one listener question came in this week. So we have a question from Trace. He says he's a regular Canadian listener. So we got we got fans in Canada actually. He says love the show. Hope he can answer my keeper question. So he has a keeper question. It's in a full point PPR league. He has twelve teams. He can keep two players forever. So forever, forever. Wow. So draft. So it doesn't you know take away any um, any picks or anything. So he can keep two players forever. And this is actually interesting because of it's. I I don't know yet what I'm going to do. I think one for sure. Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, George Kittle, Nick Chubb. Two forever. Mm. So, Mm-mm-mm. okay, Antonio Brown should be a sure thing, but he's what thirty-one now? Is he going to be thirty-one? And now he's on a he's on the Oakland Raiders, which isn't a sure thing. So he'll be thirty-one in July. Nick Chubb to me is a sure thing for five forever. He's a second-year running back. I think you take the second-year running back. I think I think I have I'm to. not I'm not sold not yet yeah, but that's the thing it's it's risky there's risk there the um and I I realize he has an eight game suspension but having Hunt true as well, true it worries me because and I think Nick Chubb was good I guess but he was good I don't know if he's great yet but I'll ask Hunt was better true he, it, yeah. he was on a different he, team he, he has on a he has team. been um george kittle's very very good it's it's always nice to have a a sure thing tight end for years if if george kittle's a sure thing tight end is he which we don't know yet i think personally i'm leaning that way i think i think so i think so okay he's in a good position do you just say and who was the last guy though keenan allen and keenan allen which is just very solid so do you in a way just say you know what even though Antonio Brown's going to be 31, even though he's going to be on a new team, he's still Antonio Brown. And I don't try to look too far in advance in fantasy football anyway. You just keep him on your team. I think I think you have to. Right? Yeah. It's, I don't, this isn't, 
this is just a keeper league. It's not a not a dynasty even. Right. So exactly. even then, I don't even try to look too far in the future in that because in this you're not looking beyond really. You know what? Honestly, if it was between Antonio Brown and a similar player who's a lot younger, you go a lot younger. But it's still Antonio Brown. He's still great. You want to win this year. I don't care about winning. I don't care about my fantasy football team in 2020. I want to win now. So I think Antonio Brown's that guy, and you take him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then what do you do? This is tough. I think Nick Chubb. I think uh, I'm just think. I'm just trying to think of this. I'm not trying to think of two forever because I think all these guys are actually okay for for a while. They'll get you enough fantasy. They'll be good enough for enough years where you're good. Because Antonio Brown's probably the one that's the least likely. But all right, this is where, uh, this is this is tough, yeah, man. This I, is where my head is. I at. I, I want to go Brown Chubb, but I kind of like Kittle in a way too. It's weird. In a weird way, I tend to do too. No, it's no, it's brown. Ch- it's brown chub. Brown. Ch- I think. Oh, that, but Hunt. We're, ah, this is tough. Well, well. Here's the thing, too. You're gonna get eight games without Hunt. Yep. Right. So, yep. as far as fantasy goes, that is prime time. Real yes. Estate. But then all of a sudden, a fresh in- Kareem Hunt right. comes back in week for, nine for playoff time. In all well, of a fantasy sudden, playoff. Yeah, fantasy playoff time. And you don't want to run your rookie, your second year running back into the ground. Yes. And they're going to split not, the time. Not and... to mention, both Hunt and Chubb will be out there then for drafting purposes. And you have to believe that even if a bunch of people, you have a 12-team league, so 24 players are going to be kept. Even with that, we talked about how much deeper running back is this year. It doesn't mean that you can sleep on it, but it does mean that you have a little more leeway. Or do you think about Keenan? This is full point PPR too. Nick Chubb's not the greatest pass catcher in the yes, world. Yes, which is why I'm kind of leaning towards either Kittle. I mean, we could make a very good argument. Okay, does this change, does change anything? So this is 12-team league. He has the 12th pick. So those bit. early <laughs> – those he's not getting one of those early running backs, but he gets two picks in a row. Yeah, in a row. And- you can still get a very good running back, two very good running backs probably. But you no. can also get a really good wide receiver. I don't know who's kept. Right, we Obviously. don't know who's kept. And he probably won't know either. He probably has a good idea. But um, it, you have to believe that the top guys are kept, right? Yeah, you would have to think. So, oof. But if it's a PPR league as well, <sighs> right? So, okay, the top five running backs, guaranteed, they're kept no matter what. No doubt about it. Um, Then you have the top wide receivers. You know, we're talking probably the top seven, eight are probably going to be kept because it's the full PPR. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen's only going to be 27. Yeah, he's only going to be 27. He's on a good offense. What was his numbers last year? 97 catches, 1196 yards, six touchdowns the year before. He had 102 for 1393. He catches a crap ton, and they don't have Tyrell Williams anymore. Mike Williams should step up and take more pressure off. Man, that's just tough. It is very tough. First of all, I'll be honest. I'm not keeping Chubb. I'm I'm still leaning that way. I'm not. I think in a full PPR. Also, who are the tight ends that you would consider first that you would consider better than Kittle? I mean, only Kelsey and Ertz. Right. And, and some wouldn't say Ertz. I still say right. Ertz, but but you Kelsey will be kept. You would think in a in a PPR most likely. And I don't know about her. I don't think Ertz would. No. And then after that, is there any tight ends that you feel? Secure about getting. Oh God, no! But I like some of them. I know, but at twelve team league, Kittle is actually a in a PPR. He is a very big advantage to have. 
because really there's about five tight ends in that caliber. And, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen with, um, with injury. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm putting Hunter Henry in that caliber, but we have no idea. Man, this is a really tough. This is that is so tough. I, I think you'd have to keep Antonio Brown, and Keenan Allen is killing me on that one too because he is perfect for a PPR. You know what? Mm. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going Brown Chubb. I'm doing it. Brown and Chubb. Brown and Chubb. I'm doing it. I'm going Brown and Chubb. You know what? I'm. Oh man. Actually, I'm not. I'm trying to think who I would take between. I'm trying to think. It's hard because I have a hard time visualizing. Okay, so 24 players are off the board. Where can you actually get mm-hmm. these guys? Like, how far up is Allen at that point? Because True. If, if you keep, yeah. you have to keep Antonio Brown, and say that you keep Keenan Allen, then and you have two wide receivers that are locked and loaded. They're going to get a ton of volume, and in a PPR that is going to be, you know, have benefits. Let alone anything else. Then you have the 12th pick and the 13th pick. You could go running back, running back. But my worry is everyone's keeping running backs and there's no running backs out there. So I feel like I have to keep Chubb. Could be, but. Because if you're at 12, you have to wait a long time and any running backs out there are going to be gone. I think at the same time, if you do run into that issue, though, you could probably take Chubb at number 12. I don't know if he'll be there. You know, really? I think there's going to be that many gone. I can't see many teams having more than two of them. So I think most of them are gone. That's my worry is if you don't get Chubb now and you're at 12, it would be a different, different story if you had a higher pick. I, I, that's why I'm going to go Chubb. I just don't think there's going to be running backs. I just don't think there's going to be. I think I'm going Brown Chubb. I'll give you that. I mean, it's definitely safer. Mm-hmm. Yep, Brown and Chubb. Yeah. Okay, I'll say this. It is the safer <laughs> pick to do that. But if you know a little bit yeah. more about who you're, these if, running backs if are going to be out there, into yes. it, I think yes. I would I think that there's definitely a strategy out there where it it definitely pays yeah. to take a another pass catcher. But you got to know your league. So if you know there's going to be multiple running backs out there and you can get one of them, maybe you don't to keep them. But all right. There. I think we hopefully answered this question. <laughs> I think we might have muddied the water. (laughs) But all right, I think that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week as we keep gearing up. I mean, toward NFL drafts coming up in what? Where are we at? I'm trying to look at the count. Just over a month away. So once we get past that point, we'll really start gearing up already for the season once that happens. But we'll be back next week. Talk to you then.